Well, I hope you had a great week, and I hope you're ready to just enjoy the morning. Amen? I hope you've enjoyed the morning. I hope you felt at home. I hope you felt that um, this is a place where the Father dwells, and you can laugh here. You can have fun here. Amen? And um, you can shout to the Father, and you can do all of those things because it's His house. And um, He wants us to enjoy His presence. He wants us to enjoy His house. It, it, it shouldn't be a dread to come to church. Amen? Yeah, it just shouldn't be a dread to come. You ought to look forward to Sunday. Sunday ought to be a day that you look forward to, to getting to go to the house. I was, I was glad when they said, Brother Wayne and I were doing a revival. He says metropolitan area of Spring Hill, Alabama or somewhere. I don't know. It was in the, didn't nobody know where it was at but me and him, and we had to look it up to find it. That's where we always done our revivals in those big cities. And um, <laughs> everybody wanted us. We was in them big cities. But um, a, a man come to service one night, and he was, um, the uh, Brother Billy asked him to, to pray before, um, Brother Wayne, before Brother Wayne preached. And he hollered to the top of his lungs, I was glad when they said, let us come into the house of the Lord. <laughs> I thought Brother Wayne was going to embarrass us. I'm laughing, but it was just the way this gentleman done it. But he was, he was going to be heard in the house of God that morning. But it's good to be in the house. Amen? Yeah, I was glad, not mad. I wasn't mad when they said, let us go into the house. I was glad when they said, let us go into the house. Because I draw strength from here. This is where I get my strength. This is where I get, 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 it, get enough to go through the week. Amen? And then I drop by the coffee shop and get a little cappuccino and and um, find some love there and, and some smiling faces and, and, and all of that. And it just, it's just, it, it just gets me through the week. No matter what the devil's trying to do, the Lord's doing more. Amen? Amen. So I want to ask you this morning, it's Valentine's Day, so I'm trying to, do, um, I'm, I'm trying to, um, trying to follow the calendar because you, you came to hear a Valentine's message, I guess. And um, I remember in school, <clears throat> uh, one of our professors... <clears throat> I hope he's not there anymore, um, <clears throat> because this was his word to us. You can preach, you boys are wondering what y'all are going to preach about. You can preach the calendar and get by over half the year. And I said to myself, teach the calendar. Why, I mean, what about getting a word from God? What about getting a rhema word from God and coming and sharing it with, with the... So I'm not much of a calendar preacher, but I'm trying this morning to just make some of you happy. And um, I like to come, become all... Caleb preached on... I've come all things to all men that I might win some. Amen. I remember what you preached. Sure anybody... I'm not, I can't answer for them. They don't remember what I preached. What does your love look like? What does your love look like? Not what Kathy's love looks like, Rick. What does your love look like? What does Rodney's love look like? What does Travis's love look like? I want you to look at yourself. I told you earlier that I'm preaching to me today. What does my love look like? Now, studying this week, you know, the Lord, Luke chapter 10, and I'm not going to read all, all the verses, but it's the story of the Good Samaritan. The Good Samaritan. And I love, I'm reading out the Passion Translation this morning, 
I love what he says, verse 33 of chapter 10. But you know the story of the Good Samaritan. They robbed him and they broke him down and they beat him up. Let me read it out of the Passion. It says, then a despised Samaritan. In other words, the Samaritans, the Samaritans wasn't like. A despised Samaritan. See, the Samaritans wasn't looked on very nice. They were the low class. But the Bible says before that, that some of his own even went by him. And they passed by on the other side. And then another one came by, some of his own, and he passed by on the other. Which I'm not going to have anything to do with him. But a despised, shameful man walks by. And I guarantee you, he's the one that got the Father's attention. Because he stopped. And he picked him up and he put him on his donkey. And he carried him and said, take care of him. And whatever's owed on it, I'll take care of it when I come back. A despised. What does your love look like? In these days, in these days, what is your love looking like? It's a good time to show the love of Christ. Amen? It's a good time for your love to be tested. It got quiet then. It's a good time for your love to see if it's genuine. Are you going to love like Jesus loved? What was the, what was the, what was the commandment? What did, what, did the, what did Jesus say? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. And do what? And love your Republican friend the same. Love your Democratic friend the same. Love your non-Christian friend the same. No, none of that's in there. Brother Rodney, you're getting kind of personal this morning. I'm talking to Rodney. I'm not talking to you. You just get what you need. Pick out what you want. Like a salad bar, just pick up what you want and go on. But I can't pick up this and pick out what I want. I wish I could. It'd be a lot easier. But I got to go from leather to leather. And you do too. Because on Judgment Day, we're not going to be judged in what, we're, in, 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 in what kind of light and salt we are on this earth is not going to be what, by what we picked out because we didn't like it and we tore it out. What does your love look like? It's not easy. It's not easy in these days. It's not easy when you come across confrontational people. It's not easy when you watch the news. It's not easy. When, 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 when things are going so, it's like, I mean, it just don't even make sense. Rodney, how are you going to react? Okay? And I know I've been talking about this a couple of weeks, and I may go on a couple of more weeks. I don't know. But I've got a, and this verse has been ringing in my heart, and I know this deals with the Lord's Supper. But the Bible says, let a man examine himself. And I've got to look in the mirror. And I've got to ask the Father, Father, what do you see when you see Rodney? Are you pleased with what you're seeing, the way I act toward people? Am I loving people like you love people? 
I got three points this morning. I'm going to put them all into one. Because the scripture, and then I'm just going to read some scripture, and then we'll, I'm going to show a video at the end. And um, my, my video is not like Caleb's video. My video is sweet. <clears throat> Caleb tried to start a southern riot last week. I'm just kidding. I think it's the best message that he's ever preached. I do. I think he's done an awesome, awesome job, and I'm proud of him. What does your love look like? <clears throat> is your love conditional or unconditional? See, my standard is nobody but Jesus. I can't look at my brother and say, well, I'm better than him. Well, how are you doing when you compare yourself to the Father, Rodney? What does your love look like like Jesus' love? Does your love look like Jesus' love? Now again, this ain't easy stuff. It's, there, there's some people that are hard to love. You should have said amen right there big time. Because you've, been, you've, you've, you've encountered them too. Amen? Yeah, everybody ain't sweet. Okay? And there's a scripture that deals with that. You do your best. But sometimes you got to dust the feet, get on down the road. Some people ain't going to let you love them. Now, I understand that. I'm, you believe me, you, you, I say it all the time. I got so much you got to read between the lines. You got to help me, you know. But is your love conditional or unconditional? I love you as long as you agree with me. But when you disagree with me, then my love goes away. And then Rodney has to ask, is that what Jesus would have done? Or would Jesus love them? Jesus loved. Love covers a multitude of sin. Love wins. Love will always win. Is your love conditional or unconditional? I'll read the scripture in just a minute. I just want to put these three together. Is forgiveness a part of your life? Is it easy for you to forgive? Or is it, get me once, shame on me. Get me twice, shame on you. I think we're in the process, if I'm wrong, somebody help me if, I, if I'm saying this wrong, if I'm not correct. But I believe we're supposed to be in the sanctification process right now. Is that what we're supposed to be doing? We get saved. And then we begin this getting saved. And then we get into that will be saved. But there's a sanctifying process there. Dan's looking at me like I'm crazy. It's in the book. There's that sanctifying process. And in that sanctifying process, really what we're supposed to be doing is we're supposed to be working our way to be like Jesus. Amen? So we don't just get saved and get sought. Y'all know what sought is? Let me give it to y'all. Didn't go to Shavala. Set in your own ways. Sounds better sought. It just feels, feels better. 
I don't get set in my way. I don't just, no, I keep, I keep maturing. I keep looking at the Word of God. I, I, I've been asking myself, this last, I almost asked Sister Howard the other day, but I, I, didn't, I didn't have time to get this, the whole, he likes to give you the whole wagon. He don't want to just feed you a little hay. He wants to dump the whole wagon on you. I'm just kidding. I'm trying to wake him up back there. But are we really making a difference here? Am I, am, am, am what I'm doing every week, or somebody else up here, are, 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 we, are we making a difference? Or are we just coming to church because we've done it all of our life? And it's what you do as good people, they go to church. But is Brother Rodney really just wasting his time? Because, I mean, I've been this way for 40 years. See, that's something to think about. I don't know about you, but this is the way this brain works. When I stand before God one day, I don't want him to say, I saved you, Rodney, but that's all you ever done. You never progressed in your Christian walk. You never got over these areas. You, you never allowed me. You, you, you got on the wheel one time at the potter's house. And, and I began to shape you. And I began to put a little pressure. And, and you just, you, you reached over and flipped the switch. And you cut the wheel off. And, and I'm not one of those that's going to force my way to turn the switch back on. If you want the switch off, I'm a good father. I Leave it off. And you know as well as I do, you're not going to stay in one spot. You leave a hunk of clay that's wet that the Father's trying to mold, and you cut the wheel off, ask Diane Giles. In a little while, that stuff's going to start. And it's going to turn into something real ugly. I just want to tell you, it's going to be real ugly. Are we making a difference? Do you ever ask yourself that? Listen, I don't want to just hold my own. I don't want to just hold your own. I want to see you progressing in the Father. I want to see you progressing in your walk. I want to see you. I want to see, I want to see me. Okay, let me go back. I'm preaching to me this morning. Rodney, are you different than you were 10 years ago? Are you loving more than you did 10 years ago? Or have you stopped? What is your love? Is it conditional or is it unconditional? Is forgiveness a part of your life? Or are you still... We'll read some scripture in just a minute. I've got to hurry. Then what's the driving force behind your thoughts? What's making you say what you say? When you talk to that brother that you don't agree with, that doesn't agree with you, that don't even like you, What's the driving thought behind it? Am I, is, your, is your mind fixed on thee? Is it fixed on me? Is the words of your mouth, Rodney, and the meditations of your heart, are they pleasing in my sight? See, if we're going to make a difference in this world, 
If we're going to make a difference in Phoenix City, if we're going to make a difference on the, in, at common grounds, we have got to have the mind of Christ, we've got to have the love of Christ, and we've got to act like Christ. Even when somebody disagrees with us. I don't know how, I, I know how, but it's just mind-boggling, how we've got into this place when somebody disagrees with me, I automatically hate you. We've gotten where we can't disagree anymore. If you don't agree with the way, because I, I got it right, and if you don't agree with me, then we can't get along. We can't be in the same room. Where did that come from? Hell, yes, I know. From the pits of hell. But that's a lie. We're not going to all agree. But that doesn't mean you've got to hate me. Just because my views are different than your views, you don't have to hate me. And I don't have to hate you. Oh, we've gotten so far. And I'm telling you, this agenda stuff, this pushing these agendas, I don't care if you're on the right or the left. I care where you're at in that. God's in the center. I've said it forever, and I'll say it till I die. God's in the middle. God's not a far leftist. God's not a far rightist. God's in the center. And there's room for all of us. Amen? Some of you may not believe it, but there'll be some Republicans in heaven. What's your love look like? And I can't get away from this thought. Are you going to walk out that door today and go, yeah, that's a good service, Brother Rodney. See you next Sunday. And not be challenged or changed. If you walk away from these doors every Sunday and it's not when you haven't been challenged and you ain't been, and you ain't changing, then I'm wasting time. Just being honest. One place, one thing I don't want this to be, and that's a superfied country club. I don't want this place to be that. I want this place to be where the word of God is, is preached. From the preaching, I'm challenged. To go out of here and make a difference and be different. And to look at my life in the mirror and say, I don't like what you're looking like. You had not changed in six months. It's time to start loving like Jesus loved. It's time to start doing whatever, but change. Let me read some scripture real quick, and then I want to I wanna move on. Romans 12. Romans 12, 9 through 21. You can read it when you, when you get home. Let the inner movement of your heart always be to love one another. Let the inner movement of your heart and never play the role of an actor wearing a mask. Despise evil and embrace everything that is good and virtuous. Despise evil. That's in conversation. That's in motivation. It's in all those areas. Let the inner moving of your heart always be to love one another. Verse 10. Be devoted to serve the Lord, keeping your passion toward Him boiling hot. Man, I love that. Keep your passion toward Him boiling hot. Radiate with the glow of the Holy Spirit. What's glowing in you? 
Are you radiating? Are you, ooh, I love this. I, I say it this way. Are you oozing Jesus? Man, I love to get around people that just, you, you just feel Jesus. You just know Jesus is in, just all in them. It's just a presence about them that you just want to be with them. Yeah, why? Because they ooze, they radiate Jesus. Yeah. Be enthusiastic to serve the Lord, keeping your passion toward Him boiling hot, radiant with the glow of the Holy Spirit. and Let Him fill you with excitement as you serve Him. Are you making a difference? Are you changing? Let Him serve. Let's, let's move on to the forgiveness part. That deals with conditional love, unconditional. And in Matthew 6, 14 and 15, it deals with the forgiveness part. And when you pray, make sure to forgive the faults of others. Whoa, Nellie, that ain't good. Why don't I want to forgive them? You don't know what they've done to me. That's a whole nother deal. Now, I understand. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not taking away from that, okay? Some of you have, and I just, this, just come, this just come to my spirit. The Lord reminded me about it this week, and I want to share it with you. And in, in how we, how we, in this forgiveness thing, how we forgive ourselves and how we forgive one another, it's very important. And it's very important. Let me let me say, and this this is I just trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to fit it in to close it out. But it's be careful, be careful the way you, the way you. Don't forgive some sins. Okay? Because sometimes, sometimes we want ours forgiven, but I can't forgive that. Okay? Be careful with that. And be careful the way you approach that and the way you deal with it, the way you, things you say about that. Okay? And this is the example. I'm very tough on abortion. I don't like abortion. I think it's wrong. But I'm going to tell you, I know people that's had an abortion. And there's probably some in this church, if the truth was known, and I don't, I'm not saying, I, I understand. Okay, that's a very private thing, and I understand that, not, not in any way, shape, or form. But there could be some, you know, and the way I deal with it, the way I say that, could bring condemnation. The way you deal with unforgiveness, the way you deal with forgiving people, you got to do it the way Jesus does it. Okay? I don't see anywhere in this book where it says this is number one. If you do this, you can't get forgiven. But this and down here is number 40, and it's okay if you do that. No. I'm going to tell you one of the biggest things that's going on in, in, in this country today is lying. The truth ain't in you. And I don't read nowhere in my Bible that says there will be no abortionist, abortion, one had an abortion in heaven. I don't read that. But I do read where there'll be no liars. But we just flip that off. I can just, oh, it don't matter if I lie. No big deal. I just lie. I don't really mean it to be a lie. It's just a white one. I don't care what color it is. God's eyes, it's a lie. So don't get into categorizing sin. And don't get into a heart that I can forgive that, but I can't forgive that. No, Jesus forgives it all. Yeah, you, somebody should have shouted right there. Jesus forgives it all. 
Second part of that, verse 15, but if you withhold forgiveness from others, your Father withholds forgiveness from you. We've got to have a heart of forgiveness. We've got to have a heart of love. We can't be condemning. We can't, no matter what it is. They're all in here. And Jesus says, forgive. And then the driving force of your thoughts. Look at Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31 through 32. Lay aside bitter words, temper tantrums, revenge, vanity, and insults. But instead, be kind and affectionate toward one another. Has God graciously forgiven you? Then graciously forgive one another in the depths of Christ's love. Now listen, there's some that you can only forgive in Christ. Amen? Let's be honest this morning. We ain't arrived. Ain't none of y'all arrived. I hadn't arrived. There's going to be some of those situations that only in Christ am I able to forgive. But in Christ, I can. I can forgive. And it will not rule me. It will not rule me. I have dominion over it. Amen? And you can have dominion over it. But what does your love look like? I watched this video the other night and I just can't get it off my mind. But it says some powerful things that I think we need to, and I'm not into the political side of it. I know there may be some things. I'm not into that. I just know the meaning of it, what it's saying is we've got to come to the middle. We can't be so far that away and so far that away because all that's doing is, 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 is dividing us. And that's the enemy's job is to divide us. The enemy's job is to get you to hate that one and hate that one. And if, all, if I can get all of y'all hating one another, then I win. And listen, you know it as well as I do, the Lord's not looking to them. He's looking to them. If my people, you know it, we've quoted it too many times already, if my people. But I never knew this. There's a little chapel in the middle of Kansas that sits dead center of the United States. It's a chapel. And it's open 24-7. And in this message, Jeep is saying, we all need to come back to the center. And we do. We must, as a nation, get back to Jesus. And he's looking to you and I first. Amen? He's looking at us. not by accident that church has been that little chapel has been there a long time I guess never knew it but it's dead center of the United States what does your love look like God's calling us all back to the middle God's calling us all back to him if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and love like I love, we can all get back to the middle. Stand together.
Father, there is a common ground. When I heard that, it just grabbed my heart. Because, Lord, that's what that corner represents. That corner represents a common ground. And, Lord, I don't know everything that you have for it. But I know just in just a few weeks, if you, you have used that ground to love on people. And, Lord, all I can do is look at my own self. And I have to ask myself, what does my love look like? Rodney, can you, can you come to the center? And can you love people like I love them, whether they agree with you or whether they don't? Is your love conditional or is it unconditional? Does forgiveness part of your life? And am I I'm the most important of your thoughts, my ways, my love, the way I do business is more important than yours. Father, speak to our heart, I pray. Speak to my heart. God, I want to be salt and I want to be light. But I can't do that with bitterness and anger and frustration and all of those things. And Lord, I know there's a righteous anger. I understand that. But God, overall, I've got to love. Love must prevail. If I'm going to win my brother, and Lord, it's not my job. It's your Holy Spirit will draw them. But it's the way I approach them. It's the way I speak to them. It's the way I say things is whether they're going to come or not. Do they see Jesus in me? Father, speak to our hearts this morning, I pray. And when we leave, let us leave different. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.